Pony sparks trees, you know what I rep, uh-huh, it's flowing the best and controlling the cess, yes, I keep it simple, but you know I'm fresh, I flow to death, I flow to death, and do signs to blind, cause I don't give no respect, oh, you're and right, stay honky, yes sir, yes sir, I stay fresh all day, make bets all day, pay less for weight, but cop halves anyway. Shot glass of Hennessy, John Black, what can I say? I'm that ill, and that's these every day. I'm a pack skill from the Bronx to the Catskills. I'm hot, and y'all hating cause I'm mad chill. I got the landfills for garbage rappers. Only reason why you're here is target practice. I'ma start the racket with money from the mattress. I'ma get the ratchet. Lethe is my cousin, don't make me sunny black this. Mr. 
police man Why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand Dear Mr. Policeman, them tickets you wrote for me costed over a grand Didn't think that I was speeding, but you got me because And since I know you wouldn't tell a lie, I guess that I was Kinda struggling, so to not pay them is threatening my freedom Thanks for showing up to court to make sure I didn't beat them And we don't make it easy when we see y'all coming Instead of just letting you beat us, we be struggling and running I know you hate it when we make you have to use that stick Sorry. And by the way, the taser and that pepper spray did the trick I'm still walking funny Hope my vision kicks back in I know that I was wrong, sir I'll never jaywalk again Somebody told me you was jealous Cause that car was brand new I said the police jealous? That can never be true Maybe one day I can be as clever as you You care about us So you monitor whatever we do Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Pardon me, Mr. Policeman. These cuffs are cutting off the blood flow to my hands. It's amazing how you kicked that dude all in his face and beat the case, even though they had it all on tape. I know you love the people in the hood. How could you fake it? And that missing drug money, I know you didn't take it. I don't understand why people accuse you of hate. I know you only follow us to make sure that we safe. I saw nine of y'all against one, beating the brainless. That 65-year-old woman must have really been dangerous. Cleaning up the streets is your top priority You qualify for this, why would we question your authority? You only working hard following training Why the hell are the Mexicans and blacks complaining? You gotta be the closest thing I've seen to perfect And everybody that you locked up, they had to deserve it, yeah Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Being a cat can be damn tedious. People dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding, and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays, and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life, and be more dog. With no 
system that can't be broken down by the youth There's no religion with no lies And so I know offering plates I pass on To no God, no white, no black No race exists that hasn't been chosen by the slack No vote, no hope, and no lies They want us with no sight, no brain, and no rights No friend, no God, no law No guns, no bullets, no justice at all No jails, no cops, and no cell This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Well, you know what that means. It is Tuesday, May 24th, 2016. You're listening to the first 52 RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com, or I'm still screwing that up. Mixler, Radio Free Blood, and Radio Chaos. It is uh, just another week has gone by been an interesting week since i spoke with you guys last yes uh one of my listeners i can't remember if it was swag or, or who it was over on the radio free blood side uh that informed me that it was my intercostal muscle that was bothering me it turned out it was my intercostal nerve i have an intercostal nerve uh nervosis in my right side it's been lovely took off work all last week had to go back yesterday uh, i'll tell you what being committed to not taking pain kills, pain pills, puts you in a lot of pain, I'll tell you. It's been a rough, rough week, my friends. But here I am. It is Tuesday, and I'm going to do my thing. I want to thank Shannon Burke uh, for the fun show today. We talked a lot of uh, GMO. We talked uh, some chemtrail flu. Uh, what else do we talk about? Some, some police brutality stuff. It was a good show. I enjoyed work. I, I love working with the guy. It's always a lot of fun. And, and I think, I really think he thinks more 
is true of what I talk about than what he actually knows or what he actually stands for. (laughs) I don't know if I told you guys last week I'm getting a new desk. I'm really excited to rearrange the studio. I haven't got it yet. Obviously, I, I hurt my back and my shoulder, and I haven't been able to lift anything. But I got a... Been going to see the chiropractor. I got a little tins machine, and uh, I'm taking some all-natural anti-inflammatory, some sublingual version, and it's been helping. I mean, I'm still shit. I'm still in a lot of pain, and it's still no fun. But hey, it is what it is, right? So this week uh, we got a, a plethora, a plethora. Do you know what a plethora is? A plethora is a lot of stuff. A lot of a lot of topics we're going to touch on. A lot of audio to play. So that's uh, what we're going to be spending a lot of time tonight doing. Uh, I'm working on uh, Bob Tuscan. He's going to be joining me soon, I hope. Inst- uh, not in studio. It would be nice to have him in studio. He's going to be local, too. I just found out earlier today. I could have had him down here in studio. But I- he's going to be joining me soon. And, uh, you know, if you have any uh, interview ideas or requests, uh, I- I'm open to hear from you guys. Email me at, uh, at seanraz at tf52.com. Hit me on the Facebook, Twitter. Set it up for me. You know what my show is. You know what time it is. Give me a little notice. Do the arrangements. I'd love to have anybody. Uh, also, if you're down here in Florida uh, for the next week and a half, two weeks, it already started up in Jacksonville, Gainesville, one of the two. Uh, the architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth, they've got a new documentary they're coming out with, and they're doing the their, their little tour that they do. I'm going to try... I probably won't hit the Tampa one, but there is one in Sarasota, so I think I'm going to try to hit the Sarasota one, Uh, and and that's always a good time. Last time they did this tour was with the last documentary, uh, Expert Speak Out, and they did the the same thing, the viewing up in Tampa, and I went up and I set up cameras, and I did a whole live broadcast of the the whole event, and it was really really, uh, entertaining. Uh, uh, My my grandfather-in-law had come with me, and He's always said, you know, you're a little off on this stuff. And this was back in 2012. And he, he always said, you know, you're a little off on this stuff. You need to calm down. You know, they, they, the government didn't do 9-11. And uh, he, he agreed to come with me because he likes to run the audio and, and do that kind of stuff. That's kind of his side hobby that he, that he does. You know, live shows and live performances and he runs the audio for that. So, you know, it made him feel good to, to come do that with me. So we talked and, and did radio for a while. And then the, the documentary started, and, and he just sat back and, and watched the documentary. When we pulled out of there that night, after we loaded all the equipment back in the car, started heading home, and I had my son with me, my oldest son, who's now 21, uh, he looked at me and he said, you know, I always told you that, that you were really off in what you were talking about here and, and that you know this could never happen. He's like, after watching that documentary, I have to admit it's it's raised questions. I, I I look at it differently now. And I don't necessarily agree with it, but I can I can open my eyes and I can say, hey, maybe there is something here. So those documentaries make an impact. It's something Shannon and I talked about today. Documentaries and, and how he's not gonna waste his time watching these these crazy documentaries, and but then he'll rattle off facts and, and things from other documentaries or talk about other documentaries that he's watched, like people dying on the uh, climbing, what's that big mountain? Uh, uh, 
I don't know, the big mountain, Mount St. Helens, that everybody dies when they're doing. And, and he watched a whole documentary on that, but he's not willing to watch a documentary on uh, Everest. Everest, thank you. Yes, 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 outclassed Everest. Um, but he's not willing to watch a documentary that might might change his viewpoints on how the world operates. You know, I, myself, used to be a, a, a hardcore right-wing crazy guy. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Until you realize that, that you're living a, a false reality. That everything they're telling you is, 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 it just doesn't add up. And you know, as much as I, I dislike Trump, and, and I've said I agree with some of the things he speaks about, and we're going to get into a little bit of that. As much as I dislike him, I think the big question is, you know, has he led to the destruction of the GOP? And a question would arise: Why would not? Why would the the GOP that are disenfranchised now not uh, you know move over towards the libertarian ticket? Well, influential Republicans have been meeting, desperately trying to find a third-party candidate to run against Donald Trump in order to prevent Trump from winning the White House. Why that push for a third-party run is not going to work, and why, if it did, it could help to destroy the GOP. This is a reality check you won't see anywhere else. Well, influential Republicans have been meeting with political consultants trying to figure out how to run a third party or an independent candidate against Donald Trump in the general election in order to deny Trump the White House. According to the Washington Post, Bill Kristol, the longtime editor of the Weekly Standard magazine and a leading voice on the right, he met privately with 2012 nominee Mitt Romney on Thursday afternoon to discuss the possibility of launching an independent bid, potentially with Romney as the standard bearer. Already, Ohio Governor John Kasich, he has rejected a call for him to run as that independent candidate, and with good reason. Look, at this point in the game, it would be extremely difficult for any independent candidate to make a real run. For instance, in order to run for president, you actually aren't running in one race. You're actually running in 50. Each state has its own rules, its own system for ballot access. So for Romney or any other candidate attempting to run as an independent, they would need to collect more than 880,000 signatures on the ballots in each state. And every state is different. For instance, California, it requires independent candidates to collect 178,039 signatures. That's more than any other state. Tennessee, it's expected to require 275 signatures. That's actually fewer than any other state. So in terms of being practical and independent run, well, it really isn't. But look, the U.S. has many parties, not just two. But not every party has ballot access in enough states to actually win the White House. Four parties do, though. The Republicans, the Democrats, the Green Party, and the Libertarian Party. Want to stop Trump? Republicans should be pushing the protest vote to the Libertarian Party. Right now, the Libertarian Party holding its own nominating process, so we don't actually know who the nominee is going to be for 2016. But among those running is the same man who was the 2012 Libertarian nominee, former Republican governor of New Mexico, Gary Johnson. Johnson, as governor of New Mexico, he cut taxes, he cut spending, he vetoed more bills than every other governor in the nation combined. Republicans, especially conservatives, should love that. He's also a small business owner and a self-made man and an entrepreneur. Again, conservatives should love that. But here's the thing. As a libertarian, Johnson also supports marijuana legalizations. Re Republicans, they don't like that. Many Bernie and Hillary supporters would. He's also against drone strikes, and he wants to stop America's endless wars in the Middle East and around the world. Again, Bernie Sanders supporters would also love that. 
And that's what you need to know, because this is really the problem for Republicans. GOP insiders, they are looking to undermine or to stop Donald Trump from winning. But supporting a third-party candidate like a libertarian candidate, that means much more. It would mean breaking the two-party monopoly on presidential debates. It would mean supporting a message that breaks the left-right paradigm in politics and in media. And that would mean that once the public becomes aware that there is another choice out there, you can't unhear it and you can't unsee it. Mitt Romney and Bill Kristol, they are looking to undermine Donald Trump this year. Supporting a candidate like a libertarian would mean moving forward, Republicans, well, they would lose the war, not just the battle. That's Reality Check. Let's talk about that tonight on Twitter. You can't unhear it. You can't unsee it. Is this, you know, again, I don't, I'm not a Trump guy, and you all know that. I, I'm pretty sure I've been clear on that. But is this going to finally destroy the two-party system? Are we seeing the end of what's caused a lot of these problems that we're, that we're staring at now? I mean, we can only hope that that's what this, that this, that that's what that, that, let me try that again. We can only hope that that's what this brings. We can only hope that more people that wouldn't pay attention, just as my great my my grandfather in law, he wouldn't pay attention and, and want being forced because he wanted to help me. Being forced to watch that documentary opened his eyes a little. Now, of course, he's still he's a Trump supporter, so that you know gives you a good idea where what I'm dealing with here. And I love him, you know, he's a good guy. He's got great intentions and and he wants the best for this country as well as. Most people out there want the best for this country. Nobody, nobody's out there trying to, to, well, I guess I shouldn't say nobody's out there trying to make the worst country. There's a lot of people out there that want the country to be bad. And, and we're going to get into some of that later on as to who maybe those people might be. Who maybe those people might be. That was a good rap. A little bit of a rap. <laughs> so let's just hope that more people pay attention, realize what's going on, See the fact that for too many years we have been directed, controlled, and engineered to be the way we are right now in the in the day part that we're living. Uh, you know, I, I like to throw the comedy clips in there, and one of the comedy clips I got coming out of the first break is, is going to address that. I hope it makes everybody think a little bit. As I said, we talked a lot about GMOs and, and, and foods and different things like that on Shannon's show today. And uh, I found it amusing. One of the things I brought up to him was that Monsanto is being targeted targeted in a potential mega merger. All right. I don't think Monsanto is being targeted in a potential mega merger. I think Monsanto is doing exactly what Blackwater and, and all the other major corporations that do bad things do. They sell out or they change their name or they get into you know another group so that they're not as noticed. I don't know if that's what Monsanto is up to is up to here. But uh, you know, the world's world's largest seed seller is the target of a massive takeover bid from Bear. <laughs> Imagine that Bear. Monsanto disclosed late Wednesday that it has received an unsolicited offer for or from its German rival, 
Monsanto said its board was reviewing the proposal, but cautioned that a deal was not guaranteed. While the company did not disclose the offer's financial terms, Monsanto is likely to command a price that exceeds its current market value of $42 billion. That's what it would be, billion dollars. Any deal would require regulatory approval. Bear, which is strongest in Asia and Europe, stands to gain from Monsanto's expertise in agricultural and seeds. The combined company would span pharmaceuticals, consumer health products, agriculture, and pesticides. Well, let's see here. Your health, your beauty, your food. Looks like they got everything at that point in time. Bear would also benefit from Monsanto's region, regional strength in North America. If a deal is struck, it would be the latest example of consolidation in the agribusiness and chemical sectors. Last year, Dow and DuPont combined to form a new industrial titan worth $130 billion. Monsanto, $130 billion. Do you realize there was a time that that number wasn't even... Uh, you. You couldn't even imagine that number. There was actually a time where people couldn't even imagine that kind of number as as the value of a business. Monsanto pursued a mega deal of its own in recent years, but ultimately ultimately failed to pull off a merger with Target or Target Syngenta. Whatever that company, the Swiss company, later agreed to per, to be purchased by ChemChina for forty three billion dollars. Now, now, there's a little bit of audio on this, uh, and I want to hear, I, I, I briefly listened to some of it right before the show, but it, it's basically here, it's titled, Monsanto CEO Discuss- Discussion About GMOs is Driving Me Nuts. So I had to play this for you guys, and, and, and like I said, I only listened to like the first 30 seconds of it, maybe 40 seconds, and I'm like, no, nah, I don't even want to listen anymore, I want it to be fresh off my head. I'm not going to play the whole thing, it's a... Uh, Almost five minutes long, but but let's don't you want to hear Monsanto CEO, you know, discussing GMOs since they're gonna maybe sell out. This guy could possibly walk away with a bunch of money and be done with it, or maybe move to another agribusiness and 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 do more damage. I, I don't know. U.S. farmers harvested about eighty-one million acres of corn last year. And when it comes to the corn we eat, there's a good chance it started with a seed that Monsanto produced. But despite the company's prominent role in our food system, critics have railed against it. This corn is special. This is uh, pretty remarkable plant when you think about it. You can call it super corn. It's drought and bug resistant and it grows faster. That's because scientists from Monsanto, like Rob Fraley, re-engineered the seed's chemical makeup. The result? The result, something that's going to kill you. A genetically modified organism. Today, GMO crops are are grown in 30 countries uh, on nearly 450 million acres. It's the most rapidly adopted new technology in the history of agriculture. Of course, he's biased. He helped invent the technology, which has been a moneymaker for Monsanto. 
The company sold $8.2 billion. And I'd like to say, if you could see this guy, he kind of looks like somebody you'd be afraid of. You know, like one of those German uh, evil doctors that they, they portray in the in the movies, the, the, the you know, the <laughs> type guy. And that's what he looks like. I know it's not what he sounds like, but that's what he looks like. Dollars worth of GMO corn and soybeans last year. But despite the popularity of its products, Monsanto has been sharply criticized by people and organizations who question the safety of GMO crops. Why do you think they've gotten such a bad rap? These products have now been in the marketplace for 20 years, and there's not been a single food or feed safety issue ever associated with the technology. And yet, Monsanto's CEO says conversations about GMOs go beyond the lab. You think about two billion new citizens, you think about a warming planet, and you think about water. The thing that drives me uh, a little bit nuts in this, the frustrating piece in this is it's such a polarized debate and I don't think it should be because we're going to need all of these kinds of agriculture. You know, there's a, a, a broad difference between, you know, the views that scientists have about the safety of GMOs and what the public has. While there's little scientific <laughs> research that links GMO foods with adverse health outcomes in humans, Scientists have raised concerns over the environmental impact. But now what you're seeing is many, many resistant weeds because there's been overuse and misuse of those crops by farmers and by the developers. Let me explain. GMO crops have been designed to withstand high doses of pests and weed killers so that farmers can spray more of those chemicals without damaging their crops. Sounds healthy, But over time, nature fights back. Breeding Imagine bugs that. and weeds that can tolerate high amounts of those toxins. Mother Nature those beats views it. may have colored public perception. It's part of the reason Monsanto just lost a big battle over labeling GMO foods. Consumers ought to know now whether or not food has been genetically engineered. In fact, 90% of the American public says they want this kind of information. I don't believe that. Senator 90%. Richard Blumenthal is working on making GMO food labels mandatory. It's already happening in Vermont, where a law takes effect in July. And companies like Campbell's, General Mills, and Mars just added GMO labels to products after years of resisting them. But Monsanto keeps fighting. Resistant to change is... I, you know, wait, hold on. i got to say something. I haven't seen this, and I'm going to have to go to the grocery store now and look. And I want all you guys to also listen in out there. They showed a M&M's wrapper that said, made with partial GMO product. I have not seen that. So if Mars has really stepped up to that, that's interesting. Among big companies, I think if they have regard and respect for their consumers, they'll do the right thing, as some companies have done, and support labels. The Environmental Working Group says Monsanto has spent $24 million fighting GMO state labeling laws. Why? Well, the challenge with state... That's what I, I was just about to ask why, and the, and I was hitting the pause button. That's why it stopped playing, because I, I I'm curious as to why they've spent twenty four million dollars when it would have cost them a hell of a lot less just to fucking slap a label on there saying it's GMO. Four million dollars fighting GMO state labeling laws. Why? Well, the challenge with state by state is you end up with a patchwork quilt of labels. You end up confusing the consumer more potentially. How is the consumer confused by that? (laughs) Because the standards and the information in that label potentially are going to be different everywhere in the country. Perhaps. 
I'm looking. I'm looking at her face here, and she's got this like confused look as he's saying that. Because how can it be confusing? GMO, non-GMO. Where, where's the confusion there? I, I don't understand where the confusion would lie. For seed companies like Monsanto, maybe that slapping warning labels on a GMO product triggers worries about its safety. And if food companies see sales drop, they can drop GMO ingredients entirely, which could kill Monsanto's business. The majority of its $10 billion in seed sales are GMO products. What I worry about more than anything else is whether the science has gotten so far ahead of the policy makers and the decision makers. I, I would hate us to start making the wrong decisions about science and technology and innovation for the wrong reasons. Well, all of us would hate to see that happen. You know, that was one of the the, the, the questions asked of me is, what, do you want to just stop science? You don't want to keep developing science? You know, the new nanorobots, uh, or not nanorobots, the new spy robots they want to use that, that they're the size of bugs. Uh, you want to stop developing this technology? You don't want to develop nanobots to go into the body and 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 uh, possibly increase the immune system or or destroy specific cancers or or viruses. Well, you don't want to allow that technology to continue to grow and and get better. No, of course I want that technology to grow and get better. But as I said, we can't trust the people developing that technology or the people at least financing and getting the end results of that technology. If we can't trust those people. Why would I want it to continue to develop at this point in time? You know, we're not, I know it's, I know it sounds crazy to say, but we're not too far from, you know, Terminator. When's the guy going to come back from, from the past and try to uh, get us straightened out before we allow the robots to take over society and destroy us where we stand? I don't think that's what any of us want to happen. I know it's not what I want to happen. All right, guys, I'm going to take a break here real fast. Uh, you're listening to First 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, RadioChaos.Live. Uh, you know, when we get back, I've got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. The phone lines are always open, so give me a call. Have you, Have ever, you ever called, called into, into your, your favorite, favorite talk, talk radio, radio program, program only, to, only encounter to encounter this, this and felt like this? <laughs> that never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401. And avoid... 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941 941- Four two one zero four zero one. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com. Take me away, take me away from 
searching for knowledge, I've been looking for peace But when I find truth, I seem lost in these beats These government spies keep telling us lies Trying to suppress the truth and cover our eyes Mind over mind, I looked at the system and made that divide Now I am the God, guided by others from the path of the sheep Running with wolves, now let this wolf speak Thank God it's all trapped, and that is a fact they know what we're doing with a touch screen a map They poison our food that we feed to a seeds Destroying the world all over greed They take what we need and then they sell it all back Cause they cause all these droughts and the prices get jacked But then they say go ahead and buy the new hat It's control that it's worse but we let them do that Can someone please tell me why I waited so long Searching for this feeling too long All that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song I need you to take me away Take me away from it all Can someone please tell me why I waited so long I am searching for this feeling too long all that I know is I'm looking for true love I can't song I need you to take me away, take me away from it all They poison the water for poison and lights They poison your child, they poison your wife They poison your parents, they poison your friends This shit is real, no need to pretend Infect us with drugs that never get tested We are the trial Easy selection, they put out a scan And we there the next day Genetics is gone and they wanna play This may be the matrix, but one at a time We open up eyes and drop in these guys Who condition our kids to be part of this system So I'm sending this out, I hope that you listen Knowledge is power no matter the place You're the mass genocide that they claim in this state All over the globe be the case with a push of a button, they have you away. Can someone please tell me why I waited so long? I've been searching for this feeling too long. All that I know is I'm looking for true love, I can't song. I need you to take me away, take me away from it all. Look at my crayon out. Hold on. What am I supposed to say? What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? Sean Ryan. Four Toad and Lexi. Do I mention Four Toad? Sure. Four oh. Dave. Dave. <laughs> Hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz for Toad and Lexi. You know, I, that sounds like shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on. I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. It's Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy, Four Toad. 
Hey, this is Steve from The Chocolate Drop. And if you haven't heard the show lately, here's a little bit of what you've been missing. My week is over. Thank God. Uh, oh, God damn. See how Steve get down, right? Steve's wicked. You <laughs> say you wicked, Steve? I slap you again. Oh, there ain't no cameras in here. I don't know what her problem was, why she was licking people's cheese. See, black people mess it up for everybody, man. <laughs> you know somebody black to complain, <laughs> and they call me a racist. The back of the toilet looks like a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> um, I don't like that. You ever seen a vein this big? <laughs> She ate a rubber glove and she had to have her dog. <laughs> insane. It was absolutely insane. Um, I don't like that. Saturdays, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, RazRadioLive.com, and Salty Talk Radio. We talk about weed too. controls the web, the spider controls the web, and the spider is, is, is at a level that you never see. It's not Tony Blair, he's a, he's a strand. The Bush family, they're a strand. Even the Rockefellers are a strand. The real power that's manipulating all this, you never see it, operates from the shadows. Um, and uh, so it's operating to a, 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 a central dictating policy. And this is why you're seeing um, the same things happen in all different countries at the same time. It's because the uh, orders and the policy are coming from a central point. We can work on the level of banking scams, political scams, manipulated wars, manipulated 9-11s. And we should, because we need to know that. But if that's all we're doing in terms of communicating knowledge, then basically we're operating in a cycle of this is the problem, but how the hell do we get out of this? We will never know how to set ourselves free until we understand the nature of who we bloody well are. How do you set yourself free when you don't even know you are? How do you set yourself free when you don't even know the nature of reality that you're living in and manifesting and making happen without your knowledge that you're making it happen? You can't. So alongside the information about, um, you know, the five sense level of this conspiracy, if you like, we have to, um, just as powerfully, I would say more powerfully, communicate the nature of reality and, and how, we, how we are creating our reality and how we are allowing it to be created for us by having ourselves programmed with certain beliefs, certain perceptions and all the rest of it all the time. Uh, the two must go together, otherwise, you know, we're never going to get out of this. All 
freedom is our natural and eternal right, not the gift of some dark suit or uniform to decide if it's going to give it to us or not. Your radio gun from DeadlineLive.info and the Jack Blood Show. You're listening to the first 52 with Sean Raz Radio Live. Stay bold. That's right, guys. You listen to the first 52, and you're stuck in the middle with me, my friends. Just as I'm stuck in the middle with you. We all wonder what we should do. Don't we Don't, don't we want to know how to get through this? Don't we want to know how to alert people to what's going on? Don't we want to make a change in the world? Come on. That's what, that's what I think we're missing. I think it's one of the things we're missing in the world nowadays is, is we don't realize how much we all interchange with each other, how we are the ones that have to get through this. We have to stop being stuck. We just have to please, please help me. Help me make everybody understand this is not the world we want to live in. I don't want to eat GMOs, do you? None of it makes sense. Is it cool to go to sleep on the floor? And funny the video. If you've never seen this video, it's kind of funny because it's these guys just shoveling food in their mouth. Alright, anyway, welcome back to the first fifty two RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos Live. We do it every Tuesday night or, you know. Normally every Tuesday night, I try to be very consistent. I might take a day here or there, but not very often. It is uh, Tuesday, June 24th, 2016. I still got a bunch of stuff to go over. I was going to do a, a, another clip there coming out, but then I realized that the last song was more of a clip, so I didn't want to do all that. So I got I, I got so much audio I got to get to. Things that have just been really getting my attention. Uh, some of it's old, some of it's new, some of it I've never heard. So we'll get to it all. Don't worry. I'm just trying to <clears throat> determine. Yeah, let's start here. Um, as we know, we're on the brink of World War. Everybody's d- directed to ISIS, but nobody's paying attention to the fact that we're on the brink of World War Three. We have China and Russia uh, really showing their their balls. You know, really just standing up and saying, "No, this is not how it's going to go over this way anymore." You know, this is our area, but we're going to deal with this. You know, a lot of interceptions, a lot of uh, threats of nuclear this and blah, 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 blah. And, of course, they, I don't really necessarily know if I disagree with the way they're thinking or what they're worried about. I, I think that we need to kind of um, maybe you know, mind our own business. That that would be the best if we could just really just mind our own business. But for some reason, this nation doesn't understand how to do that. It doesn't get that point. It was never, ever about Russia. It was always about ballistic missiles coming out of the Middle Eastern region to 
towards NATO allies and U.S. forces in Europe. And I'd just like to echo what the Secretary General has said. We have offered to the Russians to show them the technical specs. We have done everything we can to try to uh, make sure that they understand the capability of the system and why it does not pose any type of a threat to their strategic deterrence. So I would hope uh, that communications remain open between us and that we continue to work through issues that uh, we disagree on. Uh, but I hope that is not the case. As American and Allied officials celebrate the opening of a long-awaited missile defense system in Europe with a ribbon-cutting and a ban, the reaction in Russia on Thursday suggests the system had raised the risk of nuclear war. Now, you know, not for nothing, I seem to remember this point in time in history when Russia was trying to put, you know, missiles and, and defense systems in a small little island right outside of America. And we kind of got a little pissed off about that, didn't we? We kind of got up in arms about that, didn't we? I think that uh, they have the right to be a little concerned about that. Why can't the, the European nations, the, the Eastern nations there, why can't they all get together and, and worry about their own region? Why does the U.S. have to have their nose up everybody's ass? Russian officials reiterated their position that the American-built system imperiled Russia's, Russia's security. But the public decision discussion in Russia was darker, including online commentary of how a nuclear confrontation might play out in Europe and the prospect that Romania, the system's host, might be reduced to smoking ruins. So here we go, sticking our shit in other people's places, and we're putting other countries at risk, because of us. I am not a hater of this country. I love this country. I served this country in multiple different levels. But I believe that we've reached out beyond where we should be. We've done things we don't belong doing. And I think it's about time other countries stand up and say, no, back up. You are not doing this here. This is our region. Does that mean I want World War III? Does that mean I want conflict? No. Of course not. But I think it's time that we kind of check ourselves. I always say, keep your own house in order before you straighten other houses. We got cops killing people in the streets. We got thugs killing people in the streets. We got massive drug issues. We got stupid people that don't understand what the hell is going on in the world. We got bad education system. We got vaccines damaging children. We got GMO in our foods. We got people not knowing how to eat healthy. I mean, shall I continue about what's wrong in this country? Maybe we should worry about all that before we worry about what all the other countries are doing. Wow, that kind of fired me up a little bit there, didn't it? <laughs> I like when that happens. This is probably going to also. I'm sure you guys have heard this before. Uh, this is one of the audio clips I definitely wanted to get to because it's going to bring uh, a topic to my head, I'm sure. It's just how it works here. And do I have the volume turned down? If any, That's twice now that's done that to me. Damn it. Like, <laughs> If anyone takes an honest look at 9-11 and specifically Building 7, they will realize they're being lied to. And the entire system is set up to continue lying to them. That tells you a lot about not only how much our government feels about us, 
but also about what our government's real agenda is and what they're really endorsing, which is a never-ending state of war. These people are psychopaths. They don't have compassion and empathy like a healthy human being does. They don't care about you or me. They don't care about the military. They call us heroes to their media and whatnot. They don't give a shit about us at all. And they certainly don't give a shit about the Iraqi people or the Iranian people or, or any people for that matter. So if you want to understand the way the world functions, you need to look at it from the perspective of a psychopath who is drunk on his own power. Now, if you can get into that place and start to look at the way the world functions, you're going to find that it all makes perfect sense. Keep in mind these people also have spent their trillions and trillions of dollars and pounds on building things such as underground compounds, which I don't know if you've got an invitation, but I don't. And these people are so nuts that they are willing... Ooh, I hate the internet. I hate it. In my opinion, to set off a third world war, look at the policies with regards to antagonizing Russia. What the hell are we doing? We're picking a fight with a nation. Is Russia seriously a threat Is it? to Europe or the West? That's just ridiculous. Of course they're not. Why would you do such a thing? Would a sane, healthy human being carry out a policy like that? No. No. But if you're a psychopath who sees that the only way that you can maintain your position of power is to divide people, then you see war is a good thing. For you, war is great. So everything you can do to get people to fight a war against each other and keep fighting each other is good for you. Now, if you're sane, that doesn't make sense. So you need to get out of your sane perspective, get into the mind of a psychopath, drunk on his own power, and see the world that way, and all of these things will make perfect sense. See, I don't understand why people don't get that, and they don't, and why people don't see that even in Donald Trump. He's just an insane psychopath that wants more power. That's all he's ever wanted. I, I, I've, I've, you know, a lot of people don't really know who Donald Trump was until the '90s. I grew up in Atlantic City. I know who Donald Trump was from, or not in Atlantic City, near Atlantic City. So I know who Donald Trump was from a young age. I know what he did there. Again, I don't want to get into that tangent. But speaking of Donald Trump, I might as well discuss that story. I, I found very interesting. There are a few caveats to this story. So just. Just stick with me for a moment. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but on Friday, Trump had this big speech to the NRA. Uh, it was right around noon, maybe one o'clock. Had this big speech talking about gun, you know, how he's, he's totally against gun control and he's going to stand behind uh, the, the whole thing. And, and you know, he's, he's going to make sure the Second Amendment doesn't go anywhere and the yada, yada, yada. And he had this whole hour long I heard part of it. I was I was uh, sitting at the pizza shop, drinking beer, eating something for lunch. I don't remember what the hell I had for lunch that day. Uh, it was one of my sick days that I had taken off work, and I was medicating pleasantly. So he gets off, and, and then all of a sudden, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news! Somebody's shooting at the White House. you got to be kidding me. So Donald Trump just gets done, and this again, kind of supporting him in this in this conversation. And like I said, there's multiple caveats to this story that I'm running around sp spryly. So all of a sudden, this guy's shooting at the White House right after Donald Trump gets off. And what do I pull up this morning? A big argument about a reversal of of thought of, of pattern of turns out donald trump and america's greatest poet have something in common walt whitman wrote do i contradict myself 
Very well then, I contradict myself. I am large. I contain multitudes. Now, Trump might say huge, not large, but like Whitman, he contradicts himself. Sometimes in the space of several weeks, as is the case with his proposed ban on Muslims entering the country, which he now says was just a suggestion, sometimes in the space of a day, most recently on guns in the classroom, in the space of about 20 seconds, and just tonight he did it again. Let's start at the beginning, though. Here he is on Friday speaking to the National Rifle Association. We're getting rid of gun-free zones, okay? I can tell you. We're getting rid of them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's incredible. It's huge. It's, it's amazing. That wasn't part of my speech. I must be honest with you. Now, a day later, tweeting in response to Hillary Clinton, he amended that blanket statement to exclude schools. Crooked Hillary said that I want guns brought into the school classroom wrong. So that was Saturday. By Sunday, to the question of guns in the classrooms, he was saying no and yes and no and yes. She talked about guns in classrooms. I don't want to have guns in classrooms, although in some cases teachers should have guns in classrooms, frankly, because teachers are, you know, things that are going on in our schools are unbelievable. You look at some of our schools, unbelievable what's going on. But I'm not advocating guns in classroom. But remember, in some cases, and a lot of people have made this case, teachers should be able to have guns. Trained teachers should be able to have guns in classrooms. Okay, I said he contradicted himself in the space of about 20 seconds. In fact, looking at that clip there, it was more like three seconds. Late this evening, there is another twist. He called into CNN, adding that the school resource officers should also be armed. He also explicitly well, backed are, away from his all. blanket call to eliminate school all gun-free zones in school, saying that they would only be eliminated. Jackass. All right. All school resource officers are armed because they're usually sheriffs or local cops that work in the school. That's their That's their area to be in. So... You don't call for school re- school resource officers to be armed. As far as arming teachers or blah, 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 gun-free zone in the school, blah, 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 all this bullshit they're talking about, here's the answer. We have the Second Amendment in this country. Uh, unfortunately, we have to jump some hoops, you know, get a concealed carry permit or whatever it, it be. If you live in a state where that's not necessary, then that's not an issue. If you are, can legal, the only place I will agree only place I will agree that a, that a concealed carry legally owning gun person should not have a gun is in a courthouse. That's the only place I'll agree with any of it. That should be the only citizen gun free zone. If you're going to court for whatever the reason be, you can't have a gun. Sorry. I'm okay with that one. That's the only, the only place I agree with that. And maybe some people think I'm wrong on, on thinking that. But that's the only place. If I can legally carry a gun, I have a permit to carry a gun, and I go to school to pick up my son, I shouldn't have to take my gun off before I go pick up my son. What happens if the bad guy shows up while I'm picking my son up? I'm not the bad guy. I legally own and carry my gun. I don't understand why this is even a discussion. Private businesses obviously can say, we don't want guns in here. They can say that all they want. And when they see that I'm carrying a gun, if they happen to see that, then they can ask me to leave. And I hope they pick up my meal tab. The only place I would agree is a courthouse. 
Oh, outclassed. So anyway, um, did he flip-flop? I don't know. I think that, that again, they're taking words out of context. I think they're spinning the whole idea in itself as to what I just said. And when, when I said what I said about a concealed permit holder, that means if 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 I'm teaching 12th grade history and I have a concealed carry permit, I'm going to carry my gun. And nobody needs to know that I have it. I don't have to tell the principal. I don't have to tell anybody. I've already been cleared to legally carry this gun. Why do I have to explain it to you? Why do you need to know? Hmm. How about that for a way of operating? <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. I got your tweet. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I'm going to, because I do have a lot of audio that I want to play. And, and again, some of it's old, and I understand that. But uh, it grabs people, and I might have new listeners. So I want to play this this old Joe Rogan. Uh, peace. Take a little break. I'll be back with you guys on the other side. A lot of shit comes up that people would want to vote on, like the bailouts, the war, all, all thing, things of this nature. There's a lot of things that people would like that's going to affect us. We would like to vote on this, but you don't get to vote on it. You get to vote on a representative. These people are going to represent you once they get in, into office. And think about some of the laws that are in place that protect corporations. Think about some of the laws that, that are in place that fuck people over every day. They wouldn't be there if people were voting for them. We all have this, this desire to have someone lead us. We all have this, this feeling where we need someone who's smarter and wiser, who represents us. You know, and when you're really fucking dumb, the problem is really dumb people, they get a say in everything too. And they're, they're subject to a lot of tricks. They're subject to, they're subject to nationalism. They're subject to these kind of ridiculous rah, rah, rah America speeches that don't say jack shit. They say nothing. It's all just this cheerleading fucking yeah. event. And they, they're subject to it. They, they can't help it. They're dumb. They, they don't know they're being bullshitted. They, they grew up around dumb people. They go to work with dumb people. There's no one in their family that's interesting or asks any questions at all. And they just get sucked right into it, man. This society is so greedy, we're willing to go to war. We're willing to go places and send these big metal machines that kill people and fuck people up just so we can make more money. And the way our society is set up, I mean, I've heard it argued and argued successfully that our society runs on war. You know, it runs on the domination of uh, the other parts of the world. And literally, that's the only way you can control a gigantic chunk of the globe. You have to keep everybody down, you know, and that's what our society is based on. We can't be fighting over each other because, you know, this guy's like a million people die in Iraq and everybody goes, hey, as long as it doesn't happen over here. But it is, right. that is over here. It's just right. over here, over there. It's the same thing. It's the people you don't know that were born somewhere else who fucking got jacked. You get trapped in that whole idea of, you know, this is my team, these are my people, and, you know, someone fucking plays a country music song and throws up a flag, and I'm in. Fuck it. It feels good. feels good to be in, right? feels good. God bless America. feels good. Singing around with a bunch of other people, and you're all drinking. We're the fucking baddest motherfuckers on the planet. Woo! And that's how people get recruited. It's a clusterfuck, man. 
These poor fucking kids, man. Can you imagine being 18, 19, being talked into doing this shit for a bunch of bloodthirsty motherfuckers who just are trying to get whatever they're trying to get over there, whatever the fuck it is, whether it's uh, lithium, you know, minerals in the mountains that they use to make cell phones, whether it's 90% plus of the world's opium supply, 90 fucking percent? That is a multi-multi-billion dollar business. And if you think these fucking industrialist cocksuckers that are running the world are going to leave that money behind, you're fucking crazy. Dude, they've got United States Army troops guarding Poppy Field. There's fucking so much heroin there. I mean, it's incredible. The fucking brother of the president of Afghanistan. His brother was selling heroin and getting paid by the CIA. I mean, god damn it. Heroin is absolutely addictive, okay? People who try heroin get hooked. Heroin is everywhere, okay? So you need to sell it. Someone's selling it. Who's selling it? I don't know, but 90% of it comes from this one place where we have to be to save our freedom. You, you can't criticize it, because if you criticize it, you're a shithead. You don't appreciate the troops and what they're doing for you, and that's not the case at all. I just don't like the idea of these fucking people leading us in any direction where you need to sacrifice your life. I don't believe it. I don't believe them. That's and there's required. been so many fucking lies. I mean, the more you look it up, the more... I mean, you go, go into a, any of the stories on the weapons of mass destruction before we invaded and, and compare them to what we actually know that they really knew when they said that. It's like they did it on purpose. They wanted to get in there for whatever fucking reason. And if it's some crazy, the world is going to end if we don't stop this, but we can't tell you shit, like, I would love to believe you. I would love to believe that the reason why you're, you're not telling us exactly what the fuck is going on is because you're really protecting us from some insanely evil thing that if we knew about it, it would, society would collapse. But yeah. our strong, brave, powerful leaders are going to guide us yeah. without our knowledge. Yeah. I would love to believe you. If you weren't all full of shit... Protect our necks from the stress of a world in a mess From the war in Iraq to the crack in the streets To the AIDS epidemic and corrupted police To the homeless, the hopeless, the sick and the poor The rich keep getting richer while the poor despite the wars Now somebody must see this Somebody must feel the way I do Just like a race car driver from going off the tracks Or a cool breeze blowing at your back I'm a two-way ticket on a one-way route I'm the rain and thunder that knocks the power out I'm a loaded gun, I'm a So just show me the stage and just cut me my check Cut me my check
hear the thunder in the distance and the trumpets of the gods. The fires of revolution, yet the rebels singing songs, screaming, bring our soldiers home. It's not where they belong. We don't want to work your shitty jobs or fight elitist wars or eat the happy pills you sell and make us done and bored. We've had it up to here and we're not taking any more. The time will come soon when they'll settle the score. Now somebody must see this too. Somebody must feel the way I do. Just like a race car driver from Tracks or cool breeze blowing at your back. I'm a two-way ticket on a one-way route. I'm the rain and thunder that knocks the power out. I'm a loaded gun. I'm a holding one. I'm a bursting star. I'm a burning sun. I'm a saint to some, but a devil to the rest. So just show me the stage and just cut me my check. Guns and bombs, terrorists, corrupted governments Killing the innocent, fuck the poor, feed the rich In Hollywood's lame Top 40's bullshit And TV's the same Just Sunday drivers in a race to save our souls Bailing down the freeway on the wrong side of the road Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program Only to encounter this And felt like this That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401 at RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now, 941-421-0401. And avoid 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941 941- 421-0401. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com Feel it coming in the air yeah. The sonic symbols everywhere 
get a book, man. Reading is fundamental. Fun to mental. Think. It ain't illegal yet. But they working on it. I want the young motherfuckers in here tonight, no matter what your nationality is, turn the motherfucking TV off for one week. And see if you can survive. Motherfuckers are going to a television junkie motherfucking mode. Ain't no TV. I need my remote, nigga. I'm Jones. It's called television programming. They telling you visually to program. You being programmed. You watch it on the news. It was on CNN. It's true. I seen it on Fox. It's real. It's bullshit. Obama ain't running shit. Puppet on the string. That nigga ran for office and said, I'm going to stop both wars. Didn't he just send 60,000 more troops to Afghanistan? He took them out of Iraq. Them niggas thought they was going home. Shit, nigga, the war over. We going home. He like, nope, over there. They wise and shit, family thinking these motherfuckers coming home, nigga, they get shipped to a new war. And you know these wars is about what? Money, 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 money. Now, Iraq, we annexed that country. You know, took the oil, nigga. Now, if no one think you know about American motherfucking history, wherever we land, we don't leave. We already got three bases, permanent bases, in Iraq. We still in Vietnam, still in motherfucking Korea, still got a base in Japan. Everywhere we land, we don't leave. You know what I mean? I thought it was called the United States of America, not the United Empire of Earth. <laughs> you will do as I say. How the fuck we gonna go over to Iraq and tell them we giving these people freedom? They didn't ask for it. Well, no Iraqis over there. Come on over here. We want to vote. Them motherfuckers was chilling. Now we over in Afghanistan. You know what we there for? Opium. The 90% of the world's opium comes from Hollywood boy. Now, in the Buddhist religion, they smoke opium. There's 1.6 billion Chinese. In order to control China, you must control opium. China owns 90% of our debt. Welcome to China. <laughs> Learn the language, ni hao ma. ni. The Chinese ain't to be fucked with. One Bruce Lee would fuck up this whole room. 1.6 billion Bruce Lees? Nigga, leave me alone. Oh, America know who to attack. You ain't never seen them go fuck with China. Remember China had one of our motherfuckers ten as students in Tiananmen Square beating the shit out of him on national television with a bamboo motherfucking stick. Did America go and attack? Nope. You know what they said? What is he doing over there? 
Somebody get his parents on the phone. Hey guys, it's Popeye from FederalJack.com. You're listening to the first 52 where you can hear the inmates run the insane asylum. That's right, the inmates are right here in the insane asylum. RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos. You're listening to the first 52. It is Tuesday the 24th. Yeah, it hasn't changed yet. Huh. I don't know, I found some good music today, it kind of grabbed me, and I was like, yeah, I want to do some good, good music, some old music, you know, the stuff I grew up on. And it's amazing how impacting it is now, as it was then. I mean, really, think about it, It, it's all the same, They're, they're talking about what we're screaming about now. I'm not a fortunate one. Are you a fortunate one? I grew up thinking I was going to be. Oh, well. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. I grew up with a father that made a lot of money, took care of me very well, and said, hey, go figure it out now, son. And that's that's what it should be. It just took a long time for him to finally say, hey, go figure it out. I would never change any of the way I grew up, though. None of it. I, I, I wouldn't want to change one ounce of my life to this point in time. I wouldn't be me if I did. Why, why would you want to not be what you are? I think that's a big problem in this country. Nobody wants to be what they are. You know, we have this whole transgender, uh, whatever thing going on. And you guys know I don't talk about this much. I, I briefly talked about it last week. I know. Uh, but why, why, why now? Why is it such a thing? Why? And I know back in the sixties and seventies, from this music I'm pe- playing, is the beginning of the 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 movement to be free love and accepting of all. And I'm not unaccepting. I just don't understand why it's got to the point that it's at. Why Why it's become such an argument. I don't know. For some reason, that just clicked off in my head. I had no intention of talking about that. But it just, I don't know, something grabbed me on that one there for a second. It's weird how that happens. You know, you, you, you have 40 tabs sitting in front of you, all this stuff you want to talk about, and then all of a sudden, something just pops in your head. And you don't even know if you can continue to, to talk about it. You don't even know if you really know what you're talking about, but it's just there. You have to spit it out. You have to spew it all over the microphone and see if anybody understands what you're talking about. <laughs> Oof. I had mentioned uh, the new robots. Uh, you guys, I'm sure you've seen the uh, Mashable story. Uh, new robots the size of bees, maybe the new spying weapon. And uh, it looks like they kind of just hop around the ceiling, uh, kind of like a, a cockroach or or something like that would run around the ceiling. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's getting to that point where I'm, my, I'm getting my lungs are getting filled and I can't clear them. You guys, uh, swag, you know what that's about. <clears throat> uh, GMO. I don't want to get in that again. 
new surveillance system may let cops use all of the cameras. Now, I don't know if you guys have come across this one. It's a wired story. 30 or the, 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 let me try that again. The 30 million or so surveillance cameras peering into nearly every corner of American life might freak you out a bit, but you could always tell yourself that no one can access them until now. Computer scientists have created a way of letting law enforcement tap any camera that isn't password protected so they can determine where to send help, or how to respond to a crime. Let that sink in, guys. Computer scientists have created a way of letting law enforcement tap any camera that isn't password protected so they can determine where to send help or how to respond to a crime. How many years have we screamed and yelled about the cameras on our laptops, the cameras on our phones, the cameras on our tablets, the cameras here, the cameras there, the cameras everywhere, right? Now, we always said they were just doing it without telling us. So what's the best way to solve that problem? Just tell us you're going to do it and do it. I, you know, I have passwords to my computers and stuff and, I don't really even bother with with trying to secure myself real real great. I don't have you know wire meshing around to, to break up the EPA or e, uh, EMP waves, and I, I'm not the dude from uh, Enemy of the State with his little feral cage there. No, that's not me. I still allow Google tracking on my phone. Cause you know what? Why would I want to admit that I want to? acquiesce to to believing that they're not tracking me because I hit that button that turned it off. Why why would I want to believe that? It's just... It's just immature. It's just stupid. Now they're telling us, eh, we're going to develop this program and eh, if you don't secure your camera, we're going to come take a peek. If we need to. We don't need a warrant to do this either. It's a way to help people take advantage of information that's out there, says David Ebert, an electrical and computer engineer at Purdue University. The system, which is just a a proof of concept, alarms privacy advocates who worry that prudent surveillance... Or yeah, prudent surveillance could easily lead to government overreach or worse, unauthorized use. It relies upon two tools developed independently at Purdue: the Visual Analytics Law Enforcement Toolkit superimposes the rate and location of crimes and the location of police surveillance cameras. Cam two reveals the location and orientation of public network cameras, like the ones outside your apartment. You could do the same thing with a search engine like Shodan, but Cam 2 makes the job far easier, which is the scary part. Aggregating all these individual feeds makes it potentially much more invasive. Purdue limits access to registered users... And the terms, yeah, nobody can hack anything. And the terms of service for CAM2 state, you agree not to use the platform to determine the identity 
of any specific individuals contained in any video or video stream. A reasonable step to ensure privacy, but difficult to enforce, though this though the team promises the system will have strict security if it ever goes online. If it ever goes online. You know, oh, what, what, here's the thing with ad blockers. No, get out of my face. I've been... The, the, mm, mm, mm. Sorry, guys. The, the story, I just got this weird thing. I've had that story pulled up. They must be monitoring what I'm saying, and they, they blocked the story because they didn't want me to read. There it is. I got it back. I'm just bullshitting. Pontificating, if you will. <clears throat> uh, registered users. You are you are agree not to use the platform to turn blah, 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 blah. A reasonable step to ensure privacy, but difficult to enforce. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry, my computer reset, and I got, oh, this ad blocking thing. Get the fuck out of my face. If it happens again, I'm going to have to go off the story. Leave me alone. Stop messing with my computer. See, they're, they're messing with me, saying, hey, look, we're, we're listening to you. Uh, I can certainly see the u- utility for first responders, says Dave Mass, an investigative researcher with Digital Rights Group, EFF. But it does open up the potential for some unseemingly surveillance. It says unseemingly surveillance. <laughs> Beyond the specter of universal government surveillance lies the risk of someone hacking the system. Huh? Hmm. Who said that? To mass, uh, to mass, it brings to mind the TV show Person of Interest, and it bands of vigilance who tap government cameras to predict and prevent crimes. You know what it brings to mind to me is Winter Soldier. And it's when they're trying to find the bad guy. And they go into their little control room there and he says, all right, I want all the cameras brought up, facial recognition going. Tell me where he is. And it doesn't take long. They find him. Maybe it wasn't. No, it wasn't Winter Soldier. It was. uh, Oh, no, they did do that Winter Soldier, but they also did in the one prior to that. Where they used the cameras to find uh, uh, Thor's brother. I don't remember his name. I'm sure you all remember. Some nerd out there has to remember. No, it wasn't Jason Bourne. Outclass. I'm talking about. Uh, Yeah. Um, the, the Avengers movies, Loki. Yes. Loki. Thank you. Loki. Anyway, sorry, sorry. I was having a discussion with myself there for a moment. So do we, are they just telling, and this is something I've said many a times before. Are they just telling us what they're doing? Are they just going, yeah, you know what? Yeah, we've got these programs designed. We've been lying to you all this time, but you know what? You're all stupid. Uh, you're going to watch Ow My Balls later tonight because, you know, you like reality TV. And don't worry about what the cameras are doing. Just go about your business. Move along. Move along. So anyway, you guys take it for what it is. You do what you need to do to, to protect yourselves. That's that's the way it works, right? We protect ourselves, or are we supposed to be watching out for everybody? I I really thought we were supposed to be watching out for everybody. And I'm going to be watching a movie here, and and I haven't seen the movie. I didn't even I, I never even really heard of the movie. It's called the uh, International. 
And this is a short clip out of that movie. And this is why I want to watch the movie. The audio just doesn't want to stop. We'll start with like, obje- you know, I got to go back and wait a second. And, and, and there we go. Their objective isn't to control the conflict. It's to control the debt that the conflict produces. You see, the real value of a conflict, the true value, is in the debt that it creates. You control the debt. You control everything. You find this upsetting, yes? But this is the very essence of the banking industry. To make us all, whether we be nations or individuals, slaves to debt. Slaves to debt. Have you become a slave to debt? I think most of us, honestly, unfortunately have become a slave to debt. We don't want to be. We try not to be. But you're always in debt. It never goes away. You got a electric bill. You got a cable bill. You got a car payment. You got insurance payments. It's all debt in the long run. Doesn't matter what it is. It's still debt. And we know from uh, historical records, which people want to deny and say, "No, that's not historical. That didn't happen." IBM and and, and Prescott Bush and all these people. They did. They didn't support the Nazis. The Nazis weren't the guys we liked in the 30s and 40s, early 40s, well before you know Japan hit us, which then made us angry at the Nazis. Japan died, bombs us, and we get angry at the Nazis. I don't know. But then we look at the situation of where we sit today. Yes. Outclass, it is Clive Owen and Naomi Watts. I haven't seen the movie yet. If, if any of you have had seen the movie, um, give me a call, 941-421-0401. Tell me about the movie. Because I haven't seen it. I want to see it. Um, Shit, I forgot. What I, you distracted me, Outclass. Where was I going? Now you got to tell me where I was going. If you're going to distract me, you better know where I was going. I was talking about the banks. And, and, uh, damn it. All right. We'll figure it out. I'm sure it'll come to me eventually. That's, that's what happens sometimes. It's getting to the end. I know. It's coming up to the end. It's the end, my friend. Oh, Pakistan. Oh, that was a good one. I think I briefly touched on this. I think I said if it, it, it we were talking about Russia and China and, and how they're getting frustrated with our actions. And then we got Pakistan. Uh, we did this drone strike allegedly this past week. Everything is debt. Oh, yes. Everything is debt. Debt, debt, debt. I'll go back to the Pakistan drone strike. So you guys got to be a little faster. Thanks, Jeff. Um, we we live in a debt society. It doesn't matter how much you want to get away from it. It's hard to get away from it. But but everything you do, I mean, keep, keep this in mind. Every day you turn on a light switch, you're creating debt. Automatically. You flip that switch, you're creating debt. And and most people don't get realize that that's the level that it comes down to with that debt that we're paying. It, it, it's such a simple, simplistic system that automatically winds us up. 
as you guys are arguing about spoilers, it, it automatically winds us up into this system where you can never really get out of it. No, yeah, of course, your electric bill you can get out of. If you, if you try hard, spend a little bit of money, you can get out of your electric bill, of course. You don't have to pay for cable. That's a luxury. I have to pay for Internet if I want to continue to do this. Rent, or, you know, if you own your house, <laughs> you've fallen into the biggest trap ever because you never really own your house. Ever really own your house. So when does debt end? What do we have to do to be out of debt? Even if, even if, let's put it this way. Let's say, all right, here's a hypothetical for you guys. Let's say I buy an island, like a you know, like a 10-mile island, just throwing a number out there, right? And I decide I want to have a bunch of people live with me, live around me. And I give everybody a little section of that land. So here you go. You guys can live there. It's your place to be. Now, if I don't ask for anything from them, they're living debt-free, right? I don't expect anything from them. They they live their life. They do their thing. I live my life. I do my thing. Maybe we help each other in the middle. There's no debt there. Now, let's say, I say, okay, I'm going to give you uh, this section of the island. It's yours. You have it. But every week, I expect you to give me a, a fully clean chicken. Right, small little price, but right. Now, I have produced a debt on that person, and it's just a chicken. It's not a dollar. It's not a piece of gold. But every week, you have to give me a piece of chicken. The first week you don't give me a piece of chicken, you better have, or uh, a chicken, you better have two chickens for me within two days of being late. Now, let's say... You can't get it going. You have a problem. If within one month I have not received a chicken from you, that property is no longer yours. Is that a form of debt? Bad slave says rent. Either way, it's still a debt that you have to pay to somebody. Would you agree? You never really own anything if you owe somebody something. And you could owe somebody Something very small, like a chicken. And that's really the point I'm trying to make with that one. I don't know if it makes any sense, but that's the point I'm trying to make. I'm stepping all day on Saturday. 941, are you there? Uh, yeah. Hey, Hello? how you doing? Hello, is this thing on? I have debt that I need to talk to someone about. There's no debt. Somebody's responsible here. I hope you're watching out for the chemtrails, my friend, because those chemtrails are coming to get you. They're going to give you the flu, and you're going to be coughing all over the place. Chemtrails! Oh, it's rain on my skin. Did you hear about the, the chemtrail flu that they were talking about Chemtrail today? flu, that's real. Yeah, I got yeah. that right now. Choo-choo chemtrail flu. Hey, guys, <laughs> what, what you're hearing right now, listening on Raz Radio and, and Radio Free Blood and Radio Chaos, is, these are my buddies, The Rack Show. It's, uh, it's, it's Rick Jamansky and uh, Shifty uh, Chris Arnard. Otherwise known as Arnard, <laughs> guys, how you doing tonight? Good, Shaman. How you doing? I'm doing excellent. It's nice to hear from you. 
Listen, we've got good news and we've got bad news for you. Okay, give me the give me the bad news first. Do you want the bad news first? Well, uh, I, I, wasn't, I, wasn't, take, yeah. I, I think you should take the good totally news first. Totally wasn't prepared to give you the bad news first. I think first. you should take the good news All first. right, I'll take the good news first then. Okay, the good news is there's no good news. Uh, yeah, and the, actually, the good news oh, is we're here. Oh, yeah, the good news is yeah, we're here. We called you. Rack Show's uh, live on, uh, on on your airwaves. Uh, the bad news, however, Sean, are you sitting down? I'm sitting down, yes. Oh, Rack Show, uh, I'm, I'm glad we have the forum, the platform here to talk about this, Sean. I appreciate oh, you lending your airwaves and your listeners' ears to us. Well, uh, you know, but the, the rack for show now. for now. The, yes, for yeah. now. Yeah, the rack show combined. We have decided. We've thought. We've thought and talked about this at length. We're going to take our talents to Tuesday nights. Yeah, um, we're taking over rack your show, show coming to Tuesday nights, baby. We're taking over your show. Uh, we're taking your listeners. Yeah, matter of fact, just pipe us right in through your board. You might as well just stop talking. Yeah, so we'll that's how we're going to do this. We're we're going to develop a radio war between a uh, a show of two drunk idiots and a show of one drunk idiot. <laughs> yeah, I'm not drunk. <laughs> we we got the numbers over here, player. <laughs> well, you also have the mainstream guy that's backing you. So I got I, I got t-shirts and sponsors. Well, I wish I wish those t-shirts would get in the fucking mail and arrive to me at one point in time. You know, <laughs> because I'm still waiting for a t-shirt from I don't oh, know I'm like so December. <laughs> how much How much did you pay for that shirt? Uh, I, I think about four years of free content for your buddy there. Oh, that free content fed your ego. Let's not lie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on for a second. Yeah, I know the guys listening to you know what's going on here. The guys over on my stations, though, don't understand what's up. What you have here are my two buddies. Uh, we've worked together, all three of us. Actually, Shifty used to be on my station. Um, but we've worked together for four or five years. Good he is, guys. The, he is the Babe Ruth of the Raz Radio Network, is he not? That is a fact, actually. That's well, right. You made the biggest trade in, 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 uh, in Raz Radio history, and it turned out to be Shifty to the... Uh, Hey, Boston. When, when I did my own shows, <laughs> I will tell you right now, when I did my own shows with Amber and Joe, those are some really good shows, and I had a lot of fun, man. Yeah, you did do some good shows, and you gave me a great lead-in. We had some awesome numbers, and then you, you know, said, hey, um, here, fuck and you. you. <laughs> dissipated I, I want to get paid, and I'm not going to help you anymore. You know, you were my buddy, and you helped me learn how to do it, but eh, I'll move along. Hey, listen. You gotta get paid, dude. If you're not getting paid, struggle not, is real. Yeah, no, I agree. Paid, I agree. When when you have kids and 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 you know and, and you're you're trying to make a living, you gotta get paid. And if you're not getting paid, then you you gotta be done. So anywho, I know I called you guys out for a show on show since I heard you were doing a special night because usually you guys do Wednesday nights on the Shannon Burke uh, radio or um, um, tune in app. But tonight uh, you had to do Tuesday. Live.rackshow.com, sir. Thank you. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, live.rackshow.com. Or if you'd like to buy t-shirts, you can go to merch.rackshow.com. Legit. Yep. Oh, and so you guys are branching out on your own? Is that what you're telling me? Oh, yes. We're the branchiest of branching. And uh, the first branch is coming right the fuck over your audience. Oh, buddy. like a big old log. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I just, I just, I'm going to you. <laughs> I think we have total different, I think we have total different listening audience. I'm sure the guys listening sure on, on my end are going, what the fuck are these retards doing here? Okay, so so listen, and, and to get back to some actual content here, because we're busting your balls, we're not really moving to Tuesdays, we just want to see what you'd say. Yeah. You know I love you guys, come on now. Um, so just, I, I, I want to test the temperature with you, Sean, if I can real quick. We, we, we know that you talk about some heavy stuff on your show. Uh, and there's a couple of topics that I just want to see how you feel about. Like, how do you feel 
about Prince dying. Yeah, let's do let's do rounds of questions. You ask can a we, question, and I'll ask a question, then Sean asks a question. We'll just keep going rapid fire. Are we friends like that, Sean? Can we do that? Yeah, absolutely. We got, we got about ten minutes. I can do with that. Absolutely. You trust us with that. I think we got about five minutes. But go ahead. Yeah, there really you go. <laughs> two months, two maybe. Uh, yeah, Prince dying is a, is a a horrible thing. I grew up with Prince. I don't have any theories behind why he died uh, or how he died. Uh, I think it's a it's a a, a loss that none of us want to see happen. Nobody should die that young. And that goes to my theory of the the uh, life expectancy going to start dropping rapidly here because we're seeing all these young people dying. Okay, and uh, so you say you grew up with Prince. What was he like as a five-year-old? Well, I didn't mean I grew up as a st- you know a fan of Prince. Played- I heard he was good at basketball, though. Yeah, have you ever played basketball he with him? You Never played basketball with him. I'm short and white. I don't play basketball. And he was short and black, and he not played. even on PlayStation. He beat the no, shit not out even of him on PlayStation. Uh, that's where white dudes are good at basketball, dude. Again, <laughs> we had great hand-eye coordination. <laughs> it's like Pac-Man, but with black people. <laughs> oh, 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 shifty! Come on now. There's a couple. So, ones. what's the other question you got there? Come on, come on. Let's, okay. let's do it. Uh, when's the last time you got laid? Well, I'm married, so does that really matter? Yes. So probably your last birthday. <laughs> no, it hasn't been that long, but uh, you know it's been that that week that nobody really wants to talk about. Plus, I I, I did an injury to my back over the past couple weeks, and I I was out of work oh. all last week because I couldn't even move. Okay. okay, so let me. So your answer is is that this week your wife's vagina is bleeding, and last week your vagina was bleeding. No, mine mine's bleeding this week. If, oh. that, if that helps you out at all. But listen, right. I'm I want to you know let's let's I want to be serious. I'm gonna wrap up my show here soon, so you know I know I called you out for a show on show, so let's make it good. Well, well then you give us a question. Yeah, let's. Uh, we've been doing all the, qu- the is, asking here. This is rapid fire. Rip yeah. went. I went. Now it's your turn. Buddy. All right, my turn. My turn. All right, you know you guys always want to uh, bash down on the conspiracies I speak of, but you know I I have to believe that there's some in your lives and both of you. That you go, you know what? That's a feasible one, Rick. I know you definitely do, Shifty. You probably not much, but tell me the conspiracy. Each one of you that you actually see as as a feasible thing that that you are concerned about. Uh, Elvis is alive. No, serious. Let's be serious here. Who's not serious, dude? So Elvis is yours, which I would expect that from Shifty. Rick, how about you? Uh the. Um... Let's see. The one that I've really been sinking my teeth into lately is the uh, uh, the jackalope. I've been seeing sightings of that. The jackalope. So, so you guys won't admit to anything. There's nothing out there that that that, well, that you go. You know what? That's a conspiracy, and there's a problem. There's nothing that you two would do that to. All right. Uh, no, if I, I'll go serious with you for one quick second here. To, to, yeah, I got to, a serious. Now, I, I I think that conspiracy theorists can really mold their argument based on whatever situation has already happened. While I feel like there's some really hinky shit out there, and I'm telling you a lot of it is not on the up and up, and I do agree with you on that, I it's hard for me to agree with how much conspiracy guy thinks is conspiracy, if that makes sense. So the cons- I think there are some hinky shit going on, but it's not as prevalent as you guys make it out to be. I think you guys are really just trying to sink your teeth into something, and you'll keep going until something sticks. So give me your hinky shit, then. Give me give me the one hinky shit that, that you really go, man, this is this is bad, but I, I don't want to talk. Just right now, give me that one. Okay, well, I mean, the first thing that sticks out in my head, is, and, and it was one that I went completely 180 on, is when I was in I.O. doing the show with Ledge for Dangerous Conversation, and it's the 9-11 deal. I think there's a lot of evidence 
that that can counter the you know the the, the terrorist theory. Right, and that is that's one thing. That so, so you're not saying you believe that 100, percent but you know what? That's one that you really can question and go, man. There, there is some stuff here. When, yes, and it, that, I'm glad you said it that way because I don't agree with it 100, percent at least the way that the theory is kind of put out there. But there's a lot of evidence that I'm like, whoa, how can X and Y happen and it not equal to Z? You know what I mean? So I right. think you're right, though, Sean. I think there's there's a lot of it that makes me question, and it's because it's 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 actual physical evidence. By scientists, but you realize that's all we want, Rick. It's just, it's just normal guys like you, man. You you have a full time job. You work oh. in in media. You know, all we want is guys like you to go. You know what? There's something hinky here. So shift. Right. Yeah, you know, you're right, and that's why I said that I can I can get on board with some of it, but I feel like sometimes that man, it's just like I don't know. I think I, I feel like you guys. Or at least conspiracy guy will try to make everything a conspiracy because it strengthens his overall argument that the government's out against us. Right, and I agree with that too. And, and trust me, I, I understand that the, there there's a lot of uh, misinformation and, and disinformation that tries to make movements look outlandish. You know, speaking of nine eleven, there's you know things I don't agree with the no plane theory and different things like that. But anyway, uh, and I think you know, gee, I got another conspiracy that I want to bring up to you, Sean, and I, this you may not be familiar with. I may be making breaking news here on the Raz Radio Network. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. My conspiracy right now is against the Carnival Casino Cruise Line. Okay. Okay. These mother efforts, I couldn't win a goddamn hand of craps, nor could I win anything on uh, uh, roulette. That's some conspiracy shit right there. I need somebody answering questions. I went. I won big on casino on a royal on a Royal Caribbean, not Carnival, but I won big on roulette one year when I went on a cruise. It was I think two thousand or no ninety two thousand. No, I do. I walked with like five hundred bucks. Ooh, that's that's Ooh. a good take, man. Yeah, I, I walked well. Well, my ex wife was pocketing the hundred dollar chips every time I got one. So we got back to the room, and all of a sudden, I had five hundred bucks. Oh, so you lost it all on the table in the casino. <laughs> but you the didn't one... know that you had 500. <laughs> right, exactly. So, Shifty, you lost that. <laughs> Shifty, yeah. what's your honest, you know, don't be a dick. Okay. Don't okay. be it's Shifty. Stop. Be Chris. BPA, stop. Just stop. stop. Well, BPA is a SPF. serious thing. There's been some some serious things going on recently with that. However, uh, here's the deal. Is that, you know, what a conspiracy is, and we don't need to get into that, that whole definition of all that shit, but take a look at, at how... Uh, uh, skewed the way that we think about things is in our po- political system, right? So all these Republicans have gotten behind, uh, you know, Trump now, and and everybody's rah rah on Trump. My grandmother sent me seventeen goddamn emails a day about Trump. You know, Ugh. Trump's the greatest thing on earth. Look at him, uh, bareback on a horse. You know, and <laughs> and, and and the the bottom line is is that I look at these, you know, you Google Melania Trump, Melania Trump, and you see all these pictures of her in like the bikinis and shit. Meanwhile, back in 2009, my grandmother was ready to lose her fucking mind because uh, Michelle Obama uh, was walking around in a dress that had no arms on it. And the thing is, is that everybody in politics, on the right and the left, falls into their own narrative to fit what they need, and nobody's seeing the real truth. And the real truth is that as long as cigarettes are legal... As long as we allow things in our society to continue to be completely legal while they regulate other bullshit, it's insane. Lobbyism is the root of all of our issues, and until lobbyism is regulated and we get into some real common-sense practices in this country, that 
my friend, is the real conspiracy and the only conspiracy mm-hmm. that you should be worried about because it's what affects you day to day. You know what, Shifty? I would agree with you 100% on what you're saying, and, and that that's a great answer, and I appreciate you actually, you know, being a real man and standing up and talking about that. Look, it's not, Sean, it's not even, that's not even a conspiracy. If if you can't admit to that, and no. I'm not going to admit to you, Sean, but I'm talking about, you know, uh, my grandmother, for instance. No. If you can't admit to that, you're a fucking idiot. You know, and it's, and it's just like the people that vote either for Trump or Clinton. If you can't go to the voting booth and you can't think of something good that both George Bush and Barack Obama did during their two uh, respective terms, then you shouldn't be voting because you are completely uninformed. Well, I can't Look, think of anything good either one of those two did. Listen, I want well, you guys real fast. Hold on, and then I'll let you guys wrap it up, and we'll tie it, tie it all together here. But uh, tonight, in the beginning of my show, I played a clip from Ben Swan. Rick, I know you know who Ben Swan is. Sure. Uh, oh, yeah. It was his most recent reality check where he discussed how um, the, the dif- disfranchised GOP doesn't know what to do, and they're trying to push this whole third-party thing. What, and, what and disfranchise mean? Uh, the people that don't want to vote for Trump. The 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 you know the basically the the hardline Republicans that just won't follow that whole I'm a, situation. I'm okay with you not typing grammatically correct. I'm not okay with you uh, speaking grammatically. Anyway, correct. I, you know I'm showing her as I fuck words up. Deal with it. Anyway, disfranchise. That's, so and that's the public show? thing, by the way. But here, here's what here's the big thing with it though. He was talking about how the, the republic, those Republicans, don't know what to do because they should really support a libertarian candidate as well as the disfranchised um, uh, de- Democratic voters should also support the libertarian candidate because it really falls in line with what they want. But they mm-hmm. can't do that because it would destroy the left right paradigm. There would be no two party system anymore. And that's why they can't do it. Well, you might be right about that, but that being said, it <laughs> is. But that doesn't matter, you know. Uh, fuck it. We'll just continue to play the game and, and lose every time. Listen, the the bottom line is is that hopefully, with any luck, in my mind, Trump gets elected and does so much damage <laughs> that it creates a complete and total uh, uh, vacuum of hell. <laughs> A vacuum of hell is what that'll create, my friend. Yeah, and hopefully the said vacuum of hell creates a situation in which we are able to, uh, in which we are able to really get some core change going on. Because, you know, and, and by the way, the fact that you tell me that you can't name one good policy thing that Barack Obama did or, or, uh, George Bush did tells me that you're spending way too much time on these, on these fucking Alex Jones websites. And maybe you should spend a little bit of time just watch Fox News, watch CNN, buddy. Look, it's not all lies, okay? The opinions are bullshit. But look, Megyn Kelly's fucking hot, dude. Pull your pants down, jerk off to Megyn Kelly, and listen to her talk for just a little bit. Well, listen, here's the problem, though. Um, I don't think government should do any policies to control my life, your life, or anybody else's life. So we don't need them. Right, we got to go. All right, guys. You have a great night. Thanks for calling in. Uh, you guys, those listening on my end, check out The Rack Show. Uh, I guess they have their own website now, therackshow.com. Yes. If you go, if you go to rackshow.com, it goes to our Spreaker, which is the uh, the one free way, well, one of the free ways to get uh, the download later on. So uh, rackshow.com. If you'd like to listen to us live on Wednesday nights, 6 to 8, typically 6 to 8 with a question mark, uh, that is uh, live.rackshow, as well as merch.rackshow, where you too can go buy a shirt that says Blame Shifty on the back. 
And these idiots are all tied into the Shannon Burke Show and ShannonBurkeShow.com also. So, you know, make sure you support them all. All right, guys, I love you. Peace out. Hey, Be safe. After you're done putting your mind into a pretzel and you want to laugh, go back over to uh, to RackShow.com and, uh, and give us a shout. Give right. us a listen. And, uh, by the way, uh, hey, Sean. Yes, sir. I just want to let your listeners know uh, that for all of you that envision Sean as being a uh, five foot eleven uh, strapping young man, he's actually five foot four. Have a good day, everybody. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Those guys are great, and, and I know some of you guys growing. What the hell was I just listening to? They're good friends of mine. Uh, you know, we we have to keep that conversation going, and it was it was a little bit of an entertaining an entertainment towards the end of the show there. Uh, so you guys have been listening to the first two RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood. Radio Chaos. I'll be back next week, hopefully with a whole new setup in the studio here, so I'm excited about that. I'm working on trying to get some guests next week. Michael Murphy's in my lineup. I want to see what he's doing and where things are going. So I will talk to you all very soon. Have a great week. Be safe. Be a human. Investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense A weapon in a war against ourselves The setting sun is loading guns Don't be afraid of mistakes Emotions misplaced To love or to hate I don't know what to do We're all lost and confused Just trying to get through What it takes, but it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake. When I'm risking it all with no time to waste, fuck this bad race. I'm leaving this place. It's time to blast off destination space. The sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown Please don't go
With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful asylum With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity Across the hall. 